Yo, good people. What's what going up, on? Up. Pull up a chair. Join us at the Hip Hop Roundtable. It's Landon Hill in here in the building. Uh, I got to my right and left, directly in front, whatever you want to call it, uh, my brother, Mr. Mylon Drake. What's going on with you? Oh, man. Chilling, man. Uh in the streets and in these in the building trying to save these kids man. these kids Everybody man know what it is. I feel like that's what we both doing now and it's uh oh I had a long day but it's the weekend now so it's all good yeah. um it might not be when y'all hear this but still and then of course we got down uh in the LBC yeah boy young dev in the streets trying to make his way in the building so <laughs> this you know cat is right now rocking Khakis and no shirt, cut off khakis <laughs> and, and house slippers, man. He's like, look, I'm repping that it's LA life. Heat wave down here, maybe everywhere, but man. Yeah, that heat was crazy. Today wasn't as yesterday though. Yesterday yeah, and Wednesday, I almost died, dude. Like, yeah, man, I saw some, I saw some crazy stuff on the streets. I, I saw bikers, Uh-oh. bikers yelling at people. I saw a, a cow student tripping her flip flops. I saw, I, saw, I saw a business dude take off his shirt, be in the middle of the sidewalk, oh, and just wipe yeah. himself down with his with his napkins from Starbucks. He was, like, he was and Eddie was wiping down with mad anger. He was very upset about the fact that it was hot. He, and it was like tip, it was like it was actually it was literally nine forty five a.m. I remember. Oh, it's all bad. Was, it's too early. He was heated, literally in more ways than one. He was not pleased by the. By the level of heat he was dealing with, so yeah, it's uh, it's rough and it's it's rough and tough in these streets. It's, yeah, it's been it, it's been uh, kind of difficult, but hopefully, I don't know about uh, in in SoCal, but we uh, you know, it's supposed to be cooling off uh, pretty soon. So hopefully, um, hopefully, young Dev could get a, a little bit of a break from the heat wave soon enough. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I mean, we back uh, last week. We we had a, a pretty interesting episode that went a few different places. But, uh, you know, I think some really good dialogue. And then Mylon, we was trying to figure out what we was going to talk about this week. And then Mylon hit us with uh, a little bit of a, 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 I guess maybe a little bit of a doozy. I don't know. Uh, but I, I'm going to let him just go ahead again. Week two, two for two in a row. Uh, you know, uh explain exactly what we're going to be talking about today yeah so we're just about to dive in on our with our opinions and thoughts on uh whether hip-hop as a culture has been forced to uh embody everyone all cultures all ethnicities um all genders or has it had a or has it had a natural blend or has it been forced and when i say forced uh, it could be forced for for good. I'll give you a good example. Um, Little Rock Nine, um, during the, one of the most, um, I don't want to say the most powerful parts of the civil rights movement, but it was a point where it was like, we're coming. Um, Little Rock Nine, uh, Central High School, and uh, was, hey, look, these cats, mm-hmm. legally, they have the right to go to school. And mm-hmm. if you got a problem with it, we'll bring National Guard to escort them in because mm-hmm. they coming. So that's a good force because the community was not having it. So that could possibly be one of the views you hear from young Deb uh, landed on himself about that's what had to happen in hip hop. Like, yo, maybe maybe one of us says, yeah, they, they, it has to be forced because we wouldn't do it on our own. Or um, it could be a forced 
It could not be forced. It could have just been, you know, no, I feel like it was a gradual and natural transition and everybody in. So just and when, we, when we said it out loud, it was like, man, I don't know. Where, where do I stand on that? Like, what yeah. what, what do I think? So mm-hmm. and I think it was, I mean, what, what kind of got me was when, you know, Mylan made mention of or gave the example mm-hmm. of, you know, if, you know, especially if you go to a, a predominantly white uh, college and then you have a um, like a black student union and then it's like you know there's kind of that backlash of like well why do you all you know why do you all need the same the same old stuff like why do you all need it why does it have to be exclusive and it's like well we we need this yeah and it's like we we need this like this is why it's created and so was hip-hop created for a particular demographic um and then, so was it created for a particular demographic? And if so, has it now been forced to uh, kind of open up? Um, and is that? And then further, is that a good or a bad thing? So um, I mean, as usual, I guess I guess maybe before we get into it, has it been forced? Maybe that is the good place to start. Is for each of us, do we believe that hip hop was created for a specific demographic? And of course, we could, as always, start it off with Young Dev. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I like the question you said. Uh, did it feel forced? So I'll answer that first. Um, Dev just do whatever he wants to. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get. To I'll, I'll like your other question. Future politicians. Future politicians. because it kind of ties in. But I mean, I I think that was a great analogy with uh, the predominantly white campus and establishing a BSU on campus because we know at first when uh, hip-hop was created and you want to call the reality rap began is when basically we just wanted a voice of our people or of the people in the hood and stuff because nobody else was getting that coverage no news no nobody knew anything about it so essentially that could be you calling it a BSU now that has been gotten mainstream to the point where it is now it has developed into an art form that is, can make money and I do feel like that certain people wanted to get in on that because you know some people dig the culture so they just wanted to get in on it and some people just wanted to exploit it for the dollars so I, I, I will say that as far as being forced maybe like a 75-25 or 25 is like okay we'll let anybody on because you cool you you're about the cause you know about just a struggling person trying to have a voice but then at the same time i feel like it's been forced more on on the 75 end because of the revenue and and because of how how much uh popularity it was gaining and i mean you know what happens after that so and then uh do i think it was well i answered the question of do i think it was established for a demographic yeah because people from the hood regardless of uh you know black or brown basically wanted just to have a voice in the first place so that was my thing. Good. Go ahead, bro. Uh, well, so I guess. So this is where I. Uh, I guess overall, if, if I was first to answer the question, do I think that this was that hip hop in and of itself was created for a specific demographic? And as I've uh, as I've said oftentimes, my answer would be yes because. Um, not that I've said yes oftentimes to that question, but like I've said oftentimes, I think that 
you know, we try to strip away, or I think oftentimes, um, you know, the fact that black and brown folks, black and Latino uh, youth were the ones that created this culture that was a response to the living situation and the living environments that they were in, uh, you know, in the late, mid-70s, late-70s, early-80s that kind of gave rise to this. And so for that reason, I do definitely think that this was created for um for for that demographic uh however with regards to it being forced i don't think so i mean i I think that you know so many people have talked about how hip-hop is a culture where because it's so dynamic it has so many different ways to get in from the break dancing to the graffiti to um, you know, to the MC and the DJ and everything else. Um, I don't know so much that it's been forced. Like we have to accept people as much as it is a lot of these things, especially like if you look at breakdancing or graffiti, can uh, that can encompass any and everybody, and even MCing as well. I mean, all of them can, but you know, like it's, it, with regards to like what we've seen throughout history. Especially like breakdancing, like, you know, you, yo, Asian cats be breakdancing yeah. like no yeah. other, you know what I mean? I don't think that's been forced. I don't think that's been anything. It was, it was the same thing. Like, Latino folks pretty much say breakdancing, like, as part of hip hop. Like, if you look at the history, like, they came in, like, yo, this is fly. Like, we finna take this over. And again, not, not necessarily pitting like one against the other, but that's really. You know, I don't think that that was a forced thing just like now. I think that when you look at um, a lot of dance shows and other, you know, when, when folks are doing certain talent shows or whatever it is, there's a lot, you know, you think about even the, I don't know, maybe not the Jabberwockies, but something like that where there's like a lot of folks who have gravitated towards breakdancing. Like, I think it's like two black dudes in the Jabberwock. Yeah, but well, I'm just saying in general, like just the... The, the, but I'm, but I'm yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're like Filipino, Mexican. Exactly. Yeah, like there's a mm-hmm. it's a diversity. Oh, that, man, that group is ridiculous. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's like so. Yeah, there's this yeah. diversity that's within that, that. I don't think it's forced at all. Um, and so, you know, although with MCing, you know, that's kind of like the cool factor. So there might be some people who kind of force their way into that because that's really the only way that they think they can express themselves in hip hop, or that's just what they know. Um, and it's become marketed and packaged really well. I think there's ele- other elements of hip-hop that are more organic at this point, And that's not forced. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I could, I'm could, i sure we'll go into other stuff later. But that's kind of where my head is at at this moment. Well, I heard several things from, from you both. And I'm glad I let you uh, intelligent young men uh, speak before an, 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 a triple OG like myself. Um, for for one of the things we talked about the different nationalities or ethnicities that have uh, embodied and blessed uh, the, the culture of hip hop you know the Rocksteady crew one of the most legendary dancing crews of in, in hip hop history iconic uh, Crazy Legs Puerto Rican mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with that going back to the concept of is it for us by us no mm-hmm. disrespect no shout out to FUBU who was sold from black folks to white folks but um, no no, no that's that Albert phase I'm just giving you hey, I'm just giving you facts people I'm just giving you facts it's not about it's anything right. you know racial I'm just talking about the clothing line that was sold uh, out literally so the um, no it was it sold out there's no more FUBU left um, <laughs> but the 
the the concept, you know, Crazy Legs and those cats were in the Bronx mm-hmm. at a time where poverty was amongst them. So mm-hmm. poor has no color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so that is the unify that was the unifying mm-hmm. uh thing. Is that mm-hmm. yeah, oh, I don't know, you live in the same projects I live in. Mm-hmm. M and M you live in a trailer park in Detroit. You know what I mean? We we all broke. Yeah. So mm-hmm. poverty unites or it initially united every ethnicity across mm-hmm. the board. It wasn't about it was only about where you're from. You know, mm-hmm. if you watch uh if you watch the, the you know the the timeline of hip hop in New York, it was, you know, Queens and Bronx mm-hmm. and Brooklyn, like all these mm-hmm. different boroughs were but it was still our hood is is broke. Yeah. F that bro- broke hood over there. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so, so that that's the concept of of how everybody kind of gets 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 interwoven in. Um, uh, first thing that came to my mind was the you know Mount Mount you know I'm a, I'm a movie connoisseur. Uh, so I was thinking about one of my favorite movies by my favorite producer. See, see how people know that. I, just I know. Out of the back. Spike Lee, that's my dude. Uh, so he was in, he was in Malcolm X, or he produced Malcolm. Well, he was in Malcolm X he as well. Was, yeah. But there was a line from Malcolm X that kind of, and this whole little trivia thing kind of sums up everything. So there was a line in the movie where a white student, a female, runs up to the steps, and Malcolm X was getting ready to speak at a college. She says, "You know, uh, brother X, you know, I, 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 I love what you're doing for the cause. What can I do to help?" And he said nothing and just walked away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, remember, yeah. um, so he was asked later on, I mean, in real life, Malcolm X was asked about um, what, when it, when it really did happen. And, and it happened, it was uh, the way it worked. It was uh, uh, a female came to them in a restaurant, asked uh, if she could, you know, if she could help. And he told her there wasn't a ghost of a chance. And she, you know, no, nah, you can't help at all. And she went away crying. And he said, well, his words, Malcolm X, well, I live to regret that incident. In many parts of the Af- um, in, in many parts of the African continent, I saw white students helping black people. Something mm-hmm. like that, like this, referring to uh, his, his behavior, kills a lot of arguments. Um, or to that reality, kills a lot of arguments. I did many things as a black Muslim that I'm sorry for now. I was a zombie then. Like all black Muslims, I was hypnotized, pointed in a certain direction or what have you. Um, well, I, got, I guess a man's entitled to make a fool of himself if he's ready to pay the cost. It cost me 12 years of my life. And mm. with that being said, I also feel that when you have... We've always talked about this gate for hip-hop. You know, leaving it open, closing it. Who's deciding that it should be closed? Who's deciding that they should come in? How do we regulate once we let folks in? Like, mm. oh, it's cool, brother, come on in. But, you know... Uh, I'll give you another analogy. It's not a movie. But the Chappelle show uh, talked about how uh, Richard Pryor, I mean Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, and Charlie Murphy let Rick James into their house. Mm. And Rick James disrespected their couch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, again, you invite folks in. Uh, how do you get rid of them when they, when they stomp in their muddy boots on your couch <laughs> and yelling out city? So, I feel... That's more where we are. We're not at the phase where we're on the steps and we're telling any other ethnic group, this is for us, by us, get away, this is mm-hmm. our black student union type of situation. But we are at a point where, you know what, 
you kind of overstayed your welcome, Playboy. Mm-hmm. Uh, not everybody, but just certain folks that are that are you know the culture vultures. I mean, there's no other way to, to, to you know to, to, to call them out that there are folks that are in here in the living room and they rubbing their muddy boots on our on our couch. And so what we do is we get caught up in well, I don't want to kick the Caucasian or the Latino or the the Filipino or the Jewish. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I don't want to kick them out because then I'm gonna be seem rude. But it's like, dude. It's not about rude. It's about this dude is stomping his muddy boots on your couch. And that's in, right, like the culture. Right. You you know where I stand on hip hop. Mm-hmm. So if 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 you have me on the outside saying, "Dude, we're dying," and you're just not, it's like smoking cigarettes uh, while laying in a hospital bed with the breathing apparatus. Like, mm-hmm. dude, at some point you got to stop killing. Yourself. Right. Like, <laughs> you, you have to stop and get a, get a, give yourself a break for healing. And so I feel like the force. It's not just about letting folks in. The force is about we can't kick people out. If we kick people out, we bad guys. You know, if right, we right. if we kick, you know, and I want to kick a lot of folks out that look like me and that don't look like me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what's that? What's that one? Oh man, I, I, I'm here so whack I can't even think of his name. Um, <laughs> it's just like this outlandish white dude with like gold and um, he's like the the ultimate stereotype. And folks love him. I think he's. I don't know if he's. When I think. Oh, of was him. he on that movie? Oh, no, was he on that? Uh... No, no, he's a real dude. Like he's a real, he's a real <laughs> rapper. Like this is not like for play. Right there. What? You say he's a white rapper? Yeah, I feel like he's white, and he's just like. That's what I was saying. Are you, you think the dude that was on that uh, movie with the girl and she wanted to jump off the building and stuff? I have no idea. I don't know if he's done the anything. person who played the per the one who played where she he was on stage with her and they almost got into a scuffle. Oh no! Oh no! No! no. Oh, yeah. you're, I know you're talking about Machine Gun Kelly. Okay, oh, no, I, I, yeah, that's a real no. rapper. That dude's a real rapper. He's with Diddy. Wow, I didn't yeah. know that. <laughs> I, 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 no, you know what? Actually, I do know who Machine Gun Kelly is. I just didn't know that was him. Yeah, I that's never. From, uh, the what is it? The light, uh, whatever the lights. Beyond no. Beyond the lights. Yeah. Yeah. There. Yeah. Go. Yeah, which was a dope. Yeah, no, nah, he's not talking about him. No, this this dude, he has a whack name too. Something like, I mean, it's really, it's like what? And and I don't know, I don't know what that is. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't. I'm gonna find. I'm gonna figure him out just so I can give him chin shots. But basically, it's like there's <laughs> folks that need to uh, be removed, not based on their ethnic color or their ethnicity or their color or their race or anything. They just need to be removed because you're putting your muddy boots on my couch, mm. and. Mm. Again, I just feel like we're at a point where we can't do that because we're we have to remain. You know, everybody else gets to no, we won't we won't stand for that. Mm-hmm. You go to a golf club. If I go to a golf club right now in Tim's and and a hoodie, they're gonna be like, dude, that's not the right attire. Not because you're black, because that's not the right attire. Yeah. <laughs> we mm-hmm. don't get down like that in here. Yeah. You know, I go to restaurants mm-hmm. and they will have you know no suit, no jacket. Not because you're black, mm. just because if you don't have a suit, mm. you don't have a jacket, you don't have a tie, you can't eat. So, again, because hip hop has this swinging gate, this you know, this, I always look at the gate for hip hop like a Western salon do- saloon door where there's mm. no lock. It's just you can push it and right, then you can go in yeah. and you just go in. That's where we are. So when you try to kick folks out, you're like, man, that's a lot of line, blood. Like you're disrespectful. <laughs> but but so then let me ask you and ask you both. Yeah. Uh, as we talk about this door, right? That's just kind of uh, people can come in and out as they please. And as we talk about, well, if it was meant for a certain demographic, if this is a again just 
for namesake, for for uh, comparison's sake, if this is a BSU, right? Because, um, again, I don't think we're excluding, especially Latinos in this, when we talk about who created this culture. But, um, you know, just for analogy purposes, if this is a BSU, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what are, are we then saying, and as we look at who is welcome and who's not or whatever, are we saying that hip-hop in and of itself was created riff raff that's his name they have no idea who that dude oh, is oh yeah yeah <laughs> no, no you know riff raff you know riff raff like, if i told you no idea he's yeah, horrible yeah. dude I, I have to look him oh, up oh my god oh i have no clue he's the guy that is. machine gun was kelly was playing in the movie i'll tell you that much <laughs> I, I, I don't even know why y'all know who this cat I is. I don't, but He's I just know nice. that. I just I just remember, I think he had like a show or something, and I was like, wait, he is this did. for real? And they was like, no, yeah, dude, this dude did. got... Oh, I've seen this cat before. Like, no, he's, yeah. no, he's serious. Like this is. Oh, that dude with yeah. the yeah. neon... Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, 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 that's a real dude? He's a real dude. Yes, it's, it's a, a real, real dude. dude. Oh, that just... I just with got lightweight teeth. depressed, yo. I'm telling you, that's what I'm saying. So that's the prime example of like, yo, you got to go and then i'm out of wow. line because oh you're you i'm not saying you got to go because you're white if you were a hundred percent zulu my dude i would boot you <laughs> out the same if you were walking around looking the way that you look with just like a coon my dude like you are you like hip-hop dalmatians on steroids like you are really really bad like he took malibu's most wanted serious yeah it's like well, I didn't see the problem. Like this is this is good, right? Oh, that's so bad. Okay, well, well, all right. Well, then let's 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 take it here. Then, if somebody like that in the cast that we're talking about who need to be quote unquote booted, right? Mm-hmm. If if it's not because of cultural affiliation or ethnic affiliation or racial affiliation, unlike a BSU which has very specific qualifications mm-hmm. then was hip-hop in and of itself is it then supposed to be almost a free-for-all as long as you're authentic or is or was it still actually created for, right, for a, a specific uh, for a certain demographic I'm, I, I would like I, I'm gonna pass it to Devin because I, he said it earlier I mean I'll give you the simple yeah I did say it earlier yeah. Yeah, so go ahead. I give you the simple answer again, whereas those people who were black and brown just wanted to, you know, well, even before that, before they wanted to have a voice, they just felt like it was some cool things. They were poor, like Mylon said, and there was no instruments for them to have, so they was beating on tables, and then some people just happened to put some words together, and it became hip, and then people got some equipment. And then now, you know, where I say it got to the point of reality rap and people wanted their voice to be heard. But then here comes some people like the M&Ms who are not the same color, but down for the cause, know what the struggle is, can hop in on it. Because it's like, I mean, I can't, you know, you, you, you from the same dirt I'm from. So, you know, there it is. And so, then so let me. It was, so in my in mind, it was like, I guess at the time, the people who came up with the, the people who were creative just ha- so happened to be black and brown. But if you were coming in as a different, you know, color and you were still creative and you were still down for the cause, then it was like, okay, you can come in this, the saloon. <laughs> and then I, I feel like that, that much happened with that. And so you going. don't, so you don't believe that it was meant 
it it wasn't necessarily meant with a particular demographic in mind. It was more so, oh yeah, now these are just the people that I hang with, and so that's how it grew. But as people yeah. came along, regardless of racial, ethnic, cultural, or even economic background, they were still invited as long as they were authentic. It wasn't supposed to yeah. be limited at all. I don't think it was supposed to be limited. I think it just so happened to be a certain demographic that started creating. Because I'm pretty sure even when it first started, there was a, probably a couple of sprinkles of other colors that was around. They just never got big. Mm. Uh, I, I feel a little bit of both. I feel it was... It, it is limited because I have no... I, have, I, I don't think anyone would have any qualms with saying that Mandarin is not meant for everyone. It was designed for a particular, a, a very particular group. Now, anyone can learn to mm-hmm. speak Mandarin, and you are more than welcome to communicate with other folks of that that speak that are you know that that is the language of their people. Mm-hmm. You can you know mm-hmm. I, I can learn Mandarin and mm-hmm. speak with somebody who was born uh, Asian or Chinese, and that's their language. Mm-hmm. No problem. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that Mandarin is for me just because I know it. <laughs> yeah, no. So, ma- so the language, it hip hop has a language. It has it has several layers. One of those pieces being a language. Mm. The other piece being a culture, which are two things that by a humanities cultural standpoint mm. are designed for a, a very specific mm-hmm. people. Um, can other folks learn it? Yes, but that does not mean that that culture was designed for the world. Mm. No culture is designed for the world. A culture yeah. is always designed for a group, and it might be adapted or adopted by the world, but it was, you know, folks who created flip-flops, everybody's wearing them, but it was they created by somebody who lived in a place where shoes weren't cool <laughs> yeah. and they needed to wear flip-flops, yeah. you know, so can we all wear them? Yeah, for sure, you know. Surfing is is something that everybody does, but it was not done by people in Arizona at first. It mm-hmm. was done by people in I, places where water was normal, and that was their normal activity. And that was their pastime. So, um, but, but but so but to that point say, though, so so to that point though, I might. Well, okay, no, because then I, I guess there's a response to that. So, because my response was going to be, if somebody tries to get out there and surf and they suck at it, I mean, they they still get a chance to do it and they can try it anytime they want to. But I guess then your response can't be that you're a surfer. Yeah, that's exactly. Uh-huh. And you can't, and you don't. And, and one of the biggest qualms about. You know, which I, I don't know how people who, I'll use surfing. Uh, my next door neighbor, this was um, years, many years ago when I first came to California. My next door neighbor, his name was Vlad. Um, b- born. Vlad TV? Yeah, very similar. Um, born in Hawaii. Going to Cal. Every day he would get in his car after school, get in his car. <laughs> Drive. That's exhausting, dude. No, but it wasn't. He didn't even look at it like he's like, I am from Hawaii, my dude. Like I absolutely have yeah. to get in yeah. this water yeah. every day. Yeah. He, I can see him walk yeah. by my apartment door with his surfboard in his hand, and and you know sometimes mm. um, I'd be outside and and, and he'd be like, Hey, what's going on, little fella? What's going on, man? Nothing. He's like going surfing. <laughs> he's like, Yeah, man, I'll be back in. He's surfing until the sun goes down to come back every day, not some days. 
every wow. single day. That's in him. Yeah. So as for him, I don't know what it feels like to surf, to try to get that, to center himself, to mm-hmm. remember his his you know not his, maybe not his ancestors, but to remember home because he's in mm-hmm. he's in Berkeley, he's born and raised mm-hmm. in Hawaii, never left mm-hmm. the country, mm-hmm. never left the never had never left the, the state yeah, of Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it feels like for him to go to the beach and then see a dog with shades on a surfboard. It's like, what the <laughs> f- is going on? Oh, no, you know, just let my dog surf, bro. Like, you got to let him do it, bro. Like, it's just so cool, right? Isn't it cute? A dorbs? That's a dorbs. Like, what the? No, dude, it's not a dorbs. That's not what's up. I don't want to see a dog on a surfboard. Like, this is this is real life. This is life for me. Yeah. Surf is life for me. And mm. you are got a dog with shades on a surfboard? Mm. I don't know what that feels like because I'm, I'm not a surfer. You're calling your dog a surfer. Are you having some type of... It's, it's about, again, putting your muddy shoes on the couch. And so the, the, the culture, the, the language is always going to be designed for us by us. It was a voice, as Devin said, a voice from the people. It was, an, it was we weren't giving a voice. We were taking a voice. We didn't have one, so we mm-hmm. made one. Mm-hmm. And so it was our voice. And we, now we wanted to be heard. You know, like I said, anybody, you know, I use the example of anybody. Broken glass everywhere. People pissing in the stairs. People just don't care. Like I, I give you that I want it to be heard, mm-hmm. but I didn't say hear it and then emulate it or mm-hmm. make a mockery of it. I'm telling you, just like no one wants to, no one wants to speak Spanish to me, and then I make a mockery of it and say a bunch of words and just put, you know, some letter at yeah. the end to make it like I'm like, oh, that's how you speak. Spanish. Like, mm-hmm. dude, that's not how you speak Spanish. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, hey, man, we all have our rights. We, it's rights. We all have rights. Shut up about your rights. It's not about rights. Mm-hmm. It's about what's right and wrong, and that's wrong. It's mm-hmm. just it's just that simple. I mean, I don't think it's that simple, but yeah. to me, that's the fundamental yeah. base platform that I will always go back to. It's just culture is not something that I think what, is just for everybody. What I was going to say earlier, it seems a little complicated, though, with hip-hop culture, per se, with all the different layers you were talking about. Because what would you consider like the first layer of hip hop or the one where, all right, this is hip hop. Like it had to be something before the turntables. It had to be something before the b-boy and it had to be something before the graffiti. Like if you were to have the timeline, like what was the first element? I think the first element was definitely DJ. Uh, okay. I, mean, I feel like the first element was, was cool Herc all day and then other stuff came from it. Uh, so then, when it comes to that, tough, like, though. was it created for a certain demographic at that point? For sure, a hundred percent. He was DJ. So then, that's that. But then, when you talk about the other layers, it's like, well, you know, these uh, demographic kind of kind of dominated it. So but it's you, like, but every every aspect, even if you don't take, okay, when was which one was first? But just just look at them for what they were. DJing was for us to celebrate ourselves, party. In the hood, mm-hmm. it, it, that's where it started. Cool Herc, well, Cool Herc was working at a, 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 a club at the time, but he was, <laughs> but he was doing. Uh, it was still for parties. He was part, you know, in the in in the hood. He wasn't partying in Beverly Hills. He was, right, he was right. in the in, in the hood. If you take graffiti, first a couple of you know, this, again, let's just talk about graffiti on sides of trains. I want to be seen. I want a voice. I want you to hear me. You will hear me. You know, I'm going to spray it on the side of this train. I know this train is going everywhere. You'll see me. MCing, same thing. 
voice. I got a message. I want to say something. I want to be heard. Break dancing. I'm going to do something different. I'm going to draw your attention and I'm going to be heard. I already talked about, you know, turntable, DJ, graffiti. Like there's, there are, there's no part of that culture that was not designed for, I will be heard. And I will be heard coming from the hood. There was nobody, you know, saying, you know what? After I graduated from college, I thought about DJing as a, no, nah, man, it was, it was folks that was in the hood. So with that, so with that, then if you're going to say it's for the hood, then is it created for a certain demographic? Because there's other people in the hood. Well, so, okay, so let me, so I, I, I'm going to back up one step and say, uh-huh. I don't think any, I don't think a single thing that we've, of, of the elements of hip hop is unique in and of itself in terms of DJing, graffiti, even it, like none of that is, as a practice on a very broad scale is unique. The way in which we decided to do it is what makes it unique. And I think that is because the way in which we decided to do it spoke to, again, like we've been talking about a certain demographic, which is black and brown folks, mainly poor, but I think just, again, on a cultural level, black and brown folks. So, and I, I can almost kind of compare that to education, right? So, like, when you look at education the model of education teacher in the front students sitting in a row you know facing the teacher ready to take notes that's what is considered a very eurocentric model right correct a more conversation style sit in a circle kind of like a cipher people sharing ideas thoughts that tends to at least research has shown tends to be more um that tends to uh, uh, be more beneficial for learning for what is classified as quote-unquote urban students, but a lot of times students of color, black and brown students especially, right? Mm-hmm. So school or education is not like new, but the way in which we do it that we tend to gravitate towards is. So just like there was graffiti before, like, there's, you know, there are a lot of graffiti artists who are like, nah, like, hip-hop kind of adopted graffiti. So, graffiti was there. There was, di- like, disco was huge for DJing, but the extending of the breaks, like, that was what was new. That was introduced to, so that we, now we can party. Like, yes, there were people that were singing, that were vocalizing on a microphone, but the rapping style is what now is like, yo, this is how we do. You know what I mean? So, uh-huh. we took what was in place, but adopted it, or, or altered it so that it spoke directly to us so those things um you know those are the things that uh, that is where i say uh, or where i believe it is for a specific demographic is because it's it spoke to the style that that matched what we what we felt culturally like the rhythmic kind of the rhythmic style back from the motherland right 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 and so whether you white, black, brown, Asian, you know, Native American, whatever, that might appeal to you and it might even be the best for you. But I think there there is a specific reason why it came out of black and brown community is because that was the rhythm, the pace, 
the you know, and again, I'm speaking specifically right. about MC, but again, even DJing, you know, just kind of the scratching, all of that. That is a pace that we are familiar with, and that spoke and speaks directly to, to us. Yeah, that might that on a large scale. Again, when you look at a Eurocentric model or method versus you know a more quote unquote urban method or whatever it might be, certain things are uh, are more relevant for certain cultures. And so that's where I kind of you know when we talk about the history in the beginning of hip hop, that's kind of how I look at it. So yeah. If I do look at it like that, then I do see it, you know, as far as like our demographic. But like to Mylan's point, when you say hood, it's like, I mean, you can't for, you can't leave out, like you said, people who are of different colors in the hood. If it was made for the hood. So I just want to clarify that. Oh, no, def- so I was, yeah. definitely. I mean, like I said, initially that 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 poverty or impoverished situations bring us mm-hmm. unified, mm-hmm. i.e., there's folks who <laughs> we just passed uh, the um, or, or, let me stay let me let me not get any of us in trouble. So today is nine eleven. Um, today is nine eleven. We just recently acknowledged the anniversary of Katrina. It's an event. I don't know. A lot of people may have not heard of it. It's a situation that happened in New Orleans. Uh, a few years back, a lot of people died. A lot of people's houses were sold. A little bit of a gentrification thing, but hey, that's just <laughs> a my little opinion. bit. A little, my, a little no, bit. It's my opinion. I don't know. This is, it's, none of this may be factual. This might just be my opinion floating around. A lot of black people displaced more than any time in the history of the United States of America. But what do I know? Again, my facts are slightly blurred and diluted. But um, we just the anniversary of Katrina just happened and that or this month and that it wasn't about it was twofold it was an impoverished people to some extent some folks are really struggling in that part in certain parts of uh, New Orleans that when Katrina hit and there are folks that had houses and was doing fine and their lives were forever changed so as much as we can say and even with 9-11 we can say you know never forget but there are people whose parents, sisters, brothers, husbands, mm-hmm. wives, daughters passed away. And yeah. so we can say never forget all day. And we can join in in that, you know, wear ribbons and, mm-hmm. man, right. you know, read the names and moment of mm-hmm. silence, ring a bell. But we will never join in at the level yeah. of the people yeah. who actually yeah. experience no, loss. Mm-hmm. Experience, I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, I was downtown. So we can mm-hmm. join in and say, I feel for you, but we can never embody their thoughts the same thing with Katrina as folks you know it's like four or five people in the world that want to remember mm-hmm. Katrina um, mm-hmm. most folks forget that it even happened it's crazy just a couple of years ago um, I'm glad Spike Lee made a movie about it so we can I mean because if it wasn't for the movie I don't even know if people would have believed it really happened but mm-hmm. um, you have folks that are you know oh yeah Katrina mm-hmm. you know we're, we're doing better a year later are we mm-hmm. are, are, am I, are you doing better or are the people who were actually in Katrina in New Orleans when Katrina hit doing better. Or and I'm sorry, I also do this. It's not just New Orleans. Um, it was other it was other parts of the South as well. Mm. It was not just New Orleans yeah. that hit. New Orleans was the most again, that's the same thing. Mm. New Orleans is the most publicized, but there were yeah. other areas that were hit as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just feel like we something about America, that the mindset of America is to always, you know, let us all get in. 
Mm-hmm. Let us all join. We should all, and it's not, and it's a, ver- and it's always a verbal, it's a verbal thing. It's mm-hmm. like yes, we can, but we can talk about yes, we can with voting, or you know, putting you know a, a, a black president or a black man who happens to be the best candidate for presidency in the office two years in a row. But we also can't agree on, I don't know how many years this dude. I pra- pra- practically every year he's been in office had to argue about doing things that would benefit an entire mm-hmm. country. Like everything's like, well, no, that's not my mm-hmm. thing. So I don't, I don't, I don't really understand why we need to have that. So it's, it's, it's just a struggle to try to get folks to understand this concept of culture being, this is ours, my dude. Like mm-hmm. I get it. Right. You can look in, you can join like, like, like Devin and Landon have said, you can, you can even, I mean, you're pretty good. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. But it, let's just say, for example, and that's why we've always had struggles. That's why Damian Lillard is actually uh, a phenomenon, not just basketball-wise, but we generally have an issue seeing basketball players as, or athlete, or uh, or, or Hollywood artists as rappers, because it's like your mm-hmm. brain is just—it's just not clicking. Like, wait a minute. Right, like, right. So you, yeah. how are you a part of this? Yeah. Because you you have more than the folks that you're targeting, or the mm-hmm. folks that are that mostly relate to it. Um, that's why when Allen Iverson was trying to do it, it really wasn't, even though it it wasn't the, the best move for his particular career, It mm-hmm. nobody was really tripping because yeah. we already know Allen Iverson yeah. is good. He got yeah. tattoos yeah. and cornrows. I mean, <laughs> he looked like a rapper. Yeah. So yeah. it's good. Kobe, not so much. Yeah. Speak three <laughs> or four crazy. languages. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got both your parents. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying that you, that you have to be all... You know, mm. living homeless in the back of a can, mm. mama addicted to, on crack, and you and you and yeah. you had right. you had forty ounce for a baby mm. bottle. But at the same <laughs> time, it's just a little different because you what's what what are you what are you telling me? Yeah. Are you mm-hmm. are you you are you sharing a struggle? Or are you just showing me that you have the ability? And that's what everybody yeah. did about yeah. Eminem. It was like, yeah. are you sharing in my struggle, or are you just have are you just sharing the ability? Showing me you have the ability to do something that I'm good with. Mm-hmm. And then once we looked at him, and he's like, "Oh wait a minute, this dude is as broke. He broke it at night. Yeah, like damn, mm-hmm. right. What happened to your mom? Yeah. And you know what? High five, y'all. <laughs> this dude is good, man. This dude is all right. <laughs> yeah. And so that was the vanilla vanilla ice issue. Yeah. Dude, you you're not authentic. Mm. Song is dope. You stole the sample. <laughs> I'm glad the dude finally got paid. But the song is dope. <laughs> but you're not authentic. Mm. And that's and we've done that with with our own people. You know that was a that was a piece for Young MC for a minute. It was like, dude, we we not yeah. feeling it. Yeah. And so it's it's not it's not about can you? It's about should you? And once we decide, once the culture is like, yeah, I don't really think that's a good look, and for no other reason outside of your inability to adequately embody the culture, not because of your gender, your sexual preference, your yeah. ethnicity, none of that yeah. has anything to do with it. Just you, just not very good. And we were talking about that off, off, um, off, offline as well. Everything is not about folks being, you know, haters and you know, you just want, don't want to say, "No, dude, you just whack." Like riff raff, you just whack, mm-hmm. my G. Like, it's, I mean, you just whack. Yeah. Just, I don't care if you what color, you're just not good. So let me let me uh, ask this, and this is uh, this is this, this might sound controversial. I I don't in any way mean for it to be. Um, but just again, as we kind of look at how hip hop started, um, where it's going, um, and kind of the struggles that it's had, uh, I think it's just it's more so just an interesting 
the thought, at least in my mind, I guess because it can't because it's coming from there. But uh-huh. would we go as far as to say that hip hop at least began as something not not only for black and brown folks, but for black and brown men? Because hip hop so often has struggled with not just misogyny. Like I'm not even just looking at how women have been depicted within hip hop, but finding that voice in hip hop, um, and because it's been so male dominated, is that because that's just in general society is out a problem with the inclusion of women, or is it because that's really who? hip-hop was designed for you know that's where it was kind of created and or you know that's the majority of who put into hip-hop again not all there were plenty of women who played a huge role um in in that but just in you know again from a general sense in terms of like the the image of hip-hop is that more so for black and brown was that more so black and brown men and then again maybe there was this natural kind of um inclusion of women or was it women still like yo well we're gonna force our way into this oh. even though it was still again m- maybe this was supposed to be not just a bsu but a a black male initiative you know where it was like it right. was it was a boy it was a male thing I, I again i don't know but just looking at the given the history and the struggles that women have had in it and if we're talking about mm-hmm. this was for a certain demographic where do you all see that i think there's um well, I'll just make the analogy first. I see it probably as like how sports is. I think nobody created a sport thinking that women would even be interested in it. But as you get some people who rocking, you know what I mean, who crossing you up or who, you know, knocking you at the goal line or something in football, then it's like, okay, you know, you, you see them, you hear them. So, but then at the same time, the majority of women probably still aren't interested, but there's still a lot of women who are and then when they're good now you do have the people who the women who aren't interested and if they see a problem then it's like okay now they're gonna say well how come more women aren't you know that and the whole conversation begins that's how i see it uh i want to not thank you for bringing this (laughs) subject into play um i will try Cause yeah, I'll try I'll to end it. <laughs> <laughs> Devin handed it right off. Uh, first of all, the answer to your uh, my my thoughts on the answer to your question is a hundred percent. It was not. It was built with without women in mind. Um, mm. I, I think, I don't, and I can't even honestly to explain why that is because. Mm. There were broke women in the hood, just like yeah. <laughs> there were broke mamas, mm-hmm. there were broke sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, there were, and there was a there was much more of a witnessing, especially in the early eighties, uh, upon the uh, crack epidemic of single parents, mm-hmm. um, because the prison industrial complex was in full effect. You know, it wasn't even school to prison pipeline. It was birth to prison pipeline. Mm-hmm. It was just if you were born, yeah. we got a we got a pass for you to get your to get your black butt in prison. Mm-hmm. Um, the two uh, two parent households were not the mm-hmm. common uh, theme in 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 most urban environments. So, 
I don't know why you, yeah. somebody <laughs> decided to like, man, I'm about to grab the mic and talk about all the stuff I see. Move out the way, woman. Like, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Push it, push it a woman down yeah. walking out the street with, with three babies on her arm and you just like, move, I got runs yeah. to bust. Like, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how that came into play. I mean, when you were saying it, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's not even a question. Like, they, they had to bust in. Hmm. And they, the initial requirement of a woman MC in the in the start of hip hop was not was very different than it is today and in, a female MC today pretty much has to be sexy mm-hmm. has to uh, you know I, I, I thought about we've gotten I don't think we're quite on the little little Kim Foxy Brown necessity as much as it was at one point I think that was a phase where you just had to be talking you know yeah even, yeah, uh, yeah because if I, mean, you I, get you. I get personally you. I still don't see you have to be sexy though uh, no, no no when I say big let me see let me, my, let me to get me. big okay yeah I'm not big. just talking about sexy I mean you I'm, I'm talking about yeah. sex is coming out your mouth yeah I mean like raunchy okay, yeah, almost yeah, like, yeah. but I, I feel like you know if you think the even with the brat, who I thought was one of the dopest mm-hmm. female rappers was, I ever saw, she nice. went from rough and stuff yeah. to talking that sex stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you, what, what happened mm-hmm. to slapping MCs and, you yeah. know, um, so I, I feel like, you know, early on, women had no choice. They had to fight to get mm-hmm. in and they had to be rough. They had to be, they, they had to show, and I'm Roxanne Shantae mm-hmm. and like, I have to, man, I ain't scared of none of you sometimes. Yeah. And so that was the initial phase. And what's like, oh, dude, she ain't scared. Let her get the mic, blood. It was good. And again, going back to your ability. Mm -hmm. Now, we we already don't want to let you in here because you're a female, but you can't be weak. Mm -hmm. So that's why you had the Roxanne Shantae's, the MC Lights. Mm -hmm. Those folks were, man, oh, you you dope. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that was was a necessity. But I, again, and this is the part of this conversation that, I, again, I've said it already about ethnic, mm-hmm. ethnicities, genders, sexual preference. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you're whack, you're whack. My same view about, Devin brought up some stuff about <laughs> sports, uh, hip-hop, whatever. Like, if you're not, I want you out of here because you're whack, mm-hmm. not because you're right, a female. Right. Like I don't watch the WNBA, not because I hate females or I don't like to see a girl play basketball. If a girl dunks from the free throw line, I don't care who she is. Dude, did right. you see that? Yeah. She just if I if I see a girl do a double crossover and put a dude on his ankles, on his back, I'm like, oh yeah. I don't care. Yeah. But I don't want to see I just don't want to watch below the rim basketball and call it back, NBA. Like that's not NBA. If if I watch an NBA game with zero dunks, I'm upset. Like grown men, I don't unless we're watching unless it's the Spurs because I, the Spurs are like all everybody's over fifty, so I don't <laughs> I don't expect you to duck. But if I'm watching the Golden State Warriors versus Oklahoma Oklahoma City Thunder and it was like one dunk, like, like why did I watch this? Like what did y'all? A bunch of but again, points? but you but but that's not to say it's not basketball. It's a bad game of right. basketball. Like I will call it out that that game set oh. just like we do with Floyd Mayweather, who is forty seven and zero. 40, he hasn't lost a fight. We will watch a Floyd fight and be like, man, that fight was whack. How is it whack? He didn't lose. <laughs> it's whack, though. What? You weren't entertained. And we have that right. How can we, if we can call out a grown man who has never lost a fight, he hasn't lost it's to crazy. anyone, we can say to someone who played a game and be like, dude, you're whack. Like, that was a whack game. And same thing, 
same thing with hip hop. We have that ability, and I feel like that was the knock. That's what the that we went, it went from on Iggy Azalea to oh she's white y'all just hating. No, I'm just not impressed. Yeah, she would know she's white. This, I'm just not impressed. It's not because she's a white girl. I'm just, I'm just not impressed. Yeah. And that's not even who she is. Like, you're not even authentic. You're very vanilla ice with it. Like, when you, you you know, you 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 off the stage, you one way, and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, you're not authentic. Mm. Like, that's just mm. the problem for me. Yeah. Um. So, thank you, Devin, for passing the mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. So, so, I mean, so the reason that I asked the question is because I... I I'm struggling with that in my head because I think you I think you said it best, Mylon. It's I don't think that hip hop was created with women in mind necessarily. Now again, when you and I and I think really when it comes to specific elements of the culture. So you look at I don't I, I think no, no, every no, element. I don't no, think, no, I, no, I, no, I agree I with you, but were. I'm saying but I'm but so so what I mean by that is because I think again overall I think you're right, but you look at uh, at breakdancing or graffiti. I think that there were again many more women in those elements than there were in than there are still even in yeah, in emceeing and, and then definitely and DJing. then DJ and like you know and and I think in one one um, podcast that I that I would really like to do later is kind of the lack of female producers. Mm. I mean, dude, I literally... I know some I, female engineers, but not producers. I literally yeah. don't think I can name one female producer that's like, yeah, like, nah, she's up there with the, like, what female producer... In the last five years, can we be like, yo, nah, she's been on some hot track. Like, she's produced some hot tracks. Mm. Yeah, and, you know what I'm saying? And, like, and, and let's not... I mean, that's a dope concept. That, that's, pro- and that's probably very necessary because not only that... What Kendrick Snoop exactly whoever has been like yo I'm out, I I can't wait to get in the studio with with with, with Janet, yeah, exactly. Janet Wilson right. like she did she did a track on my last album she's worked with so and so she's got that fire I want her to produce my whole album it's like Pharrell Snoop exactly Ray, you know like you know like dude is there like can can you get to the top and then bring a female up just like let her produce your one track one track yeah. and that's and we don't have it and so that's why and so when when we say it it wasn't created with women in mind it's of course yes there are female MCs there are women who you know there are female exec- like Sylvia Robinson is I mean there would there might not be hip hop culture as we know it now if it wasn't for her so like. You know, we have these prominent women figures, but again, when we look at or when we talk about was hip hop created for a a certain demographic, I mean, it's very male dominated, perhaps because that is those are the voices that were trying to speak out most in this way. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, again, I'm not saying that that is right. I I mean, I want much more. I want to hear women's voices. Number one, I would love to see a lot more women um, in hip hop. Right. Again, for sure, producing. I, I literally, I don't, I don't know where they are. Um, you know, there's only a handful of women MCs right now that I would even be able to say, like, yo, like they're doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that aren't again like that that aren't the Nicki Minaj's or the Iggy Azaleas or whoever like but we're like 
dude, I'm like, you don't represent the culture right to me personally. You know, like when we talk about, I know I've mentioned her several times, but like Rhapsody is the one person I can look at right now where I'm like, that's like, that's what I want. And I, I want more of that. And we just haven't seen it. Right. But there is, you know, but, but then is, is hip hop supposed to be, you know, and that's, but again, that's where I struggle is, was it, did it just so happen to be men that started it and it's like this no this is for women too but you just no, you know I, just come on or was it like nah this is a like this is a boys club yeah I, I, and I, I you know what i mean and then women came in so like where does hip-hop fall with that you it know was, what it mean? was very it was very okay. little it was very little rascals you know the sign on the outside mm-hmm. said boys only and it was that one girl that was like man i'm coming i'm, in. I'm coming in i'm coming in and we, they they had to force their way and that's again that goes back to the adoption part of it yeah it's like you know i feel like i, I, I keep using this and you know I, when my wife listens to this she's gonna cringe i feel like that's the wnba it, it's not that dude we ain't got no choice like if you it's like 50 bad female basketball players that we they just have nowhere to go after college like i watch college basketball female college basketball i'm like dude i'm good like that i mean i'm happy that you got through college and you you know you pay it was free or whatever but it's like you're oh you're okay and it's like that's okay to be okay there's okay male basketball players there like i never want to see you know i hate christian leitner so much that i didn't even watch the 30 <laughs> the 30 30 special that says i hate christian that's how much right. i hate christian yeah. leitner i didn't even watch it i was like man i that's a very good title, but I still I'm won't watch it. That's how much I hate that dude. I, I never want to see him play ever again. I didn't want to see him play when he did play. I hated him. That's It wasn't because he was necessarily whack. It was just I thought he was a tall, privileged dude that got where he was going because he was tall. Like I, I mean, and again, I'm just, you know, he could tell some story about, oh yeah, you know, I grew up rough and I had my uncle. Oh, that's what's up, dude. But <laughs> you stepped on Chris Webber's chest and you are a cheater. Like, I, you know, I just didn't like the way you played. You just played. I just didn't like the way you played. So, but but that's not to. I, I mean, at least for me, that's not to compare. Because I think the one different, like especially when we look at the WNBA and all of that, of course, we can point to, you know, of course there is general differences between men and women with regards to body types, all of that. I mean, there's some women who I think could definitely be, they could, they could play well. Like you look at Diana Rossi, Maya Moore, like there's especially a lot of new age, you know, new age or like a new wave of female oh, yes, players that are coming in. Like a small four. She's yeah. like, the truth. Yeah. But, but again, I think the one difference between hip hop and, and basketball is that. again, we're not, Dealing with body type. I mean, we're just talking about straight voices. Yeah. Like, I I refuse, just like I refuse to believe that, you know, There's a no black dude's brain is smaller than a white man's. Like, I refuse to believe that women can't spit as hard as, or I don't even want to say necessarily say hard, but can't spit as well as a male can. It's just that, again, because hip-hop wasn't created with women in mind, or it wasn't created with women with many people in mind, mind but especially women. But but I mean, even like there's certain dudes like hip hop wasn't created with them in mind either. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> hip hop was very much like macho, at least as we know it now, like very much macho, brash, like poverty stricken dude. You know what I mean? Like 
And so what the the style that favors people to actually make it out is that. And if one, it's going to be extremely difficult for women to get in there to begin with. But then if you want to come in and you want to rap about your love life, like then many people are going to turn away because that's not what we're here for. Although a dude could then get on a track now and rap about his love life, but it's going to be from a different perspective. It's going to be from different... And so it's not it's so always, much about... It's, it's always going to be... It's not going to always going to be. I, I pray that there's a day where it isn't. Uh, we were lit watching... Um, I was watching uh, a show this morning and, was talk, and they were talking about on the show how in the early 70s, uh, women weren't... Before, the early, before 1975 women weren't allowed to have their apply and or have their own credit cards. They had to get credit cards if they were married through mm-hmm. their husband. Mm-hmm. We were like, what does, you know, and Hillary Clinton was talking about in 76, she got declined for hers mm-hmm. and she was making more money than Bill at mm-hmm. the time. She was like, how did, how did I get declined <laughs> yeah. for a credit card? Because you got, well, you, you got to go through your husband. And so it's always some ignorant, foolish barrier for women that they have to, yeah. again, I, you know, and I heard you say it, you corrected yourself where you were saying like they could be as good as like there are whack rappers like yeah oh yeah oh yeah yeah for there, sure there's, you know what I'm saying like you don't have to be the like every female don't have to be Lauren Hill in yeah. order to be in the game without, and I, and I agree question. and that's as much as I knock the WNBA I was like I don't feel like you need to create your own league you should dude you mean to tell me there's not one female that's half as good as oh, this dude I think that's so. He's garbage. There's plenty of them. You're paying this dude, so let a female be mm. garbage and get paid and play in the same <laughs> league as you. All right, you're creating, you're creating this other league. It's like there's doesn't need, there's not a hip hop junior. You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's <laughs> hip hop. Yeah. If you're in, you're in. If there's NBA, you're in. Now I understand football is. I wouldn't pay. Mm. I wouldn't want to see a woman get smacked around. Or mm. I don't care how good she is. I wouldn't want to see that because I would be. Yeah. I would not be able to watch. I'd be like, yeah. oh, they're gonna <laughs> hurt her. But. Not that you're like, well, no, I can handle myself. It's like, yeah, but that's it's a violent sport. Let yeah. me rephrase that. It's a violent sport. But there's some women, GI Jane. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. hey man, I'll do whatever it takes. This is what I do, and, and you know, you got to throw your hands up. Like, yeah. yo, I, do you understand the, the risk? Then it is mm-hmm. what it is. But I know no sport would take that risk because, the, I yeah. mean, the second a woman, well, gets, it's hard. Remember, you can't compare it because there's a physical element, right? There's, and, it's, yeah, and, yeah. and I think no, that's what I was saying. Yeah, there's yeah, not no the physical, physical advantage yeah. to anything. The only, to the only, except maybe for break dancing, but no, not even that. Not, yeah, even that. That's still just that's the way you can maneuver your body, but that has that's not the one-on-one contact or the you know what I mean. Like it's just, the, it's just having the this, ability to to get to feel like you can be the the, the be at the table without some type of special circumstances. Yeah. and yeah. I, I feel like they should have that. And I don't feel like I don't feel like women have ever ever had a platform in hip hop hip hop where you can just be like, well, you know what, you can be as dope as Nas or as whack as Vanilla Ice. Mm-hmm. Like it's like well, yeah. you got to be dope. Yeah. Well, we not letting you. Or you okay? Well, you're not dope. Well, you got to be talking about twerking or something if you gonna yeah. get in here. And it's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, which then it, still speaks to the male. The, yeah, it, like, yeah, it still feeds like, into so the male domination. To, 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 to the gate that you know that 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 we've referred to is that now you got some dude at the at the at the Western Saloon door saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, you want to get in here? You got you twerking. All right, come on in. Yeah. Like what? Right. What? And mind you, Little Kim and Foxy Brown, who were predominantly materialistic rap and sex rap, mm-hmm. actually have bars. Yeah, like, they, they can did. both rap Very ridiculously, well. but they 
hey man, the dude yeah. at the door told me I had to yeah. you know, kind of talk about this. So I, I, I mean, didn't know. didn't Notorious the movie highlight that where Lil Kim was just trying to spit some real stuff, but she wasn't getting heard, and then it wasn't until she yeah. got all raunchy. Yeah, I mean, the Biggie yeah. knew what was gonna sell, so he's like, "You got to do that." And it's the same thing. Yeah. So I mean, it's 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 interesting because when we, I, I mean, again, I don't know. The, the the again the difference for me between now if we're talking about hip hop was essentially created for black and brown yeah. men. I think we're all saying we would love to see more women involved, and, but because it wasn't necessarily created with them in mind, I think it's the best way to say it. We don't see their involvement as much, yet we want to. But if it wasn't created with them in mind, um. It also wasn't created with necessarily with other cultures or other races or other nationalities in mind. But we want to see some of them who are kind of faking it excluded. Right. Like, all right, so now we're saying women are cool, but other races, like, you know what I mean? Like, then then that becomes a really... But it, and I'm not, I know we're not saying, again, I know we're not saying that in general, in, in general terms, but there is still that... You know, I mean, now we could say, well, there's women. If women were faking it, then they still can't get in. You know, whatever. But But just because hip-hop... See, I think the problem is the fact that you can see, touch, feel... Oh, let me rephrase it. You can see, touch, and buy hip-hop. It's... Well, because I can buy that, I feel like anybody... Or if I have money, I should be able to get in there. You can't buy a black belt in karate. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. You can't buy being considered a, a, a Jedi or a Samurai. You mm-hmm. don't get to buy it. Mm-hmm. You don't get to gender up. You don't get to, uh, well, I know a guy who knows a guy. Either you have a certain level of skill, it's been vetted, mm-hmm. and then you are approved. That's what hip-hop is supposed to be, but because we say, eh, it shouldn't be that way. It should be all, and that's when the conversation started. Mm-hmm. should just be, you know, forget those vetting rules. Mm-hmm. Give you get a black belt. You get a black belt. You like this is no Oprah Winfrey type of situation. It's like you you get an MC. You get it. Like no, everybody don't get MC. This dude is whack. No, we don't do that here. It's it's the it's the American uh, soccer soccer camp or soccer um, soccer mm-hmm. AAU team where everybody gets a trophy. Mm-hmm. Man, somebody oh, okay. lost, dude. Like mm-hmm. this dude won. Yeah. I was watching this. Uh, uh, I was at the cow game. As the cow gang, they had three kids come up and they said, "We're gonna, we're gonna have a roar contest." Little, little Susie roar. She said, Rawr. Everybody was like, "Ah." <laughs> little dude, other the second dude was like, "Roar." All right, that's better. Last dude, roar. All right, who won, guys? Put his hand over each person. Yeah, we're gonna give it to Kimmy. I'm like, "What the? What's going on? <laughs> Kimmy lost." Yeah, that's just so... Then everybody around me was like, yeah, but you know, she's so small. Kimmy got up there and wanted to roar with everybody else. She saw the size of the dudes when it was time to roar. It was the, the last dude on the end, like he's about 6'5". He's three years old. I don't know why he was so big, but you shouldn't have got in. You, you stepped up. You got out roared. Susie, next time. You know, you don't send Susie to the back crying, and then she'll learn to get her step her roar game up. And they were like, no, that's not... That's the same thing with hip hop. It's like, dude, you don't have it, dog. You don't get the yellow belt. You're not an MC. <laughs> You're whack. <laughs> oh, that's just rude. Let everybody rap. That little Latino dude is nice, son. No, he isn't, B. <laughs> he's not. Oh, you being racist. 
it doesn't matter what he was. He's just not nice. Yeah. And we, or she's um, just not nice. It's just, it's just, a, it's just a reality that we don't want to do for hip hop. So then it is but for everybody, anybody everybody. as long as it's, as long as they're nice. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like that's it, what it was created for. We got to, we got to, we got to distinct the difference between created the point of creation, and then as time went on, the yeah, adoption it, of things. I, I agree. No, no. I, I, again, so that's my point, though. Is again, as we talk about the so in my mind, when you say that, uh-huh. like if I'm creating, let's say I'm creating a business, and it's I don't know, it's a t-shirt company, right? Mm-hmm. And so all of the ideas, if it's me, if it's us three, us three creating this podcast. And so all of the thoughts and ideas swirling around are black male thoughts, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. But this podcast, I think, at least in our minds, is for general consumption. We're not saying that this is for black males. Black males. But there are there but there also this podcast could have been black male thoughts for black men and then of course it would be out there for anybody because it's a podcast it's you know what i mean like one of my 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 godmother's daughter has working motherhood and i subscribe to it you know i'm supporting i might even depend upon what it is hey i might get a life lesson out of it i can still listen as a male but i'm not a I'm not a woman and I'm not a mother, so it's not for me, but I have access to it. I can listen to it. I can, if I wanted to send an email, I probably could, but it's, it's not for me. So that's what I'm saying is, was hip hop or is hip hop specifically for black and brown people or black and brown men that other people just kind of have access to? Or is it this podcast where it's from black men, but it's open for any and everybody to listen to. I think it's. I mean, it's. Uh, that's the best way. That's the best. And I think. And I think that's a dope way to 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 to, to rap. Cause, I mean, it's like walk out the door on that. Like, I mean, like right. that. Just just dropping mics on on cats. I mean, in my opinion, I, I think. Uh, and I and I'm only going. I'm only going first because I, I I want young young Dev when when it gets to your turn put a put a little extra on it. You know what I mean? But the I think it was created for a particular, a particular group and purpose. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was, man, to participate in. I think it was pro- produced, created for a particular group to participate in. Mm-hmm. I think they wanted to be heard, even though it was it was dreamy. Mm-hmm. I want to be heard around the world. When Ice Cube made F the Police, he was definitely thinking mm-hmm. of. Speaking to the folks in Compton, you gonna feel me because you gonna say f the police too. But I want the police to hear. Mm-hmm. I want white folks to hear. Mm-hmm. I want folks that's outside of Compton. I want everybody to hear. Mm-hmm. I don't want everybody to start rapping and talking about <laughs> they straight out of Compton. Like, mm-hmm. like no, you're not straight out of Compton. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like the same thing with the movie. Like I'm watching. You can watch. The, you can see now. You can see anybody wearing a straight out of Compton T-shirt. Yeah, you're not straight out of Compton. Like mm-hmm. you're. I like the movie. I understand that, <laughs> but you're not straight out of Compton. <laughs> I get it, but you ain't never even been to Compton, and you ain't never going to Compton. Yeah. So, yes, it was designed for particular people to participate in, and unfortunately, we will discuss in other podcasts the fact that I also believe that it was it was designed for a particular gender 
uh, it was gender dominated. Yeah. Um, without any real consideration. I don't even because it was so. I think it was unintentional. It wasn't a. We, oh yeah, yeah. I, I, so up, I, I fully. No, no. That. I mean, I think the culture itself was unintentional. I think oh we, yeah. We yeah. came up with this podcast and we were like, yeah, well, let's do it this way. But I think hip hop was like, yo, we should do this thing. Yeah. And then I think I totally. I, so I feel like, and we can talk about another podcast. Mm-hmm. I feel like the other g- women were forgotten and and dismissed, but not deliberately like no women allowed. Yeah. Like, no women said I, I totally that. Agree. They're just like, ooh, like, well, how do we get women in here? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, dog. Let's just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> this is right. it. Let's start breaking and spray paint stuff. And and it wasn't. There was no. Like, wait a minute. I don't think we considered women. Mm-hmm. I, we might want to go back. And it was like, nah, it was too late. We mm-hmm. fly right now. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so I, I definitely think it was created for a particular group to participate in, and but for the whole world to see and observe, not to see. You know, I don't think some kid in Wichita was designed to see it and then start talking about. I'm straight out of co-. no, no, no. Yeah. That's not. We didn't want that. Just, just listen. Yeah. Young dad. But if what if somebody so happened, like you said, to not be part of that demographic and say it, but then you cool with it? Like that's. That's a, that's the that's the hard line to draw where it's like okay it's it's for everybody to be heard, but then it's not for you to say you straight out of Compton. But what if you good at saying straight out you straight out of Compton and you're not a part of the demographic? That's that goes back to that's that. that I know us, we touched on that. Yeah, but yeah. that brings us to where we are today. Is I, I feel like, and I think answering Landon's question, mm-hmm. was it created? The answer is my answer is going to be yes. It was it was not created for you to participate in, but okay, yeah. But now yeah. we're past the point of creation. Now, yeah, we're past so, the point of creation. Yeah. Now we're doing. Hey, man, I heard this thing. I'm from Wichita. I'm about to drop these bars. Right. And we kind of like, all right, well, let, let them <laughs> let them drop it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we we can we can do that. I I, I can I can dig with that. Well, I, I mean, I I will say I think uh, I think what I. Uh, my thought process throughout this entire episode was what you were saying is I think a lot of this was unintentional. I don't think it was a deliberate exclusion. Um, And I don't think... I I think that there was a realization um, from a cultural and racial standpoint that this is is black and brown folks doing this. Like, this is what... This is how we are... Healing, protecting ourselves. Um, this is just how we get down a lot of times. But, um, but again, to your point, I think the unintentional exclusion of women um, was because I think there are many people that recognize, like, yo, there needs to be more women's voices. I think we, but I also think that to a certain extent, I think at least now where we are, hip hop is. Or we are at least trying to get to a point, in, including kind of the, uh, the who we have designated or delegated as gatekeepers, i.e. a KRS-One, who would say hip-hop is any and everybody that lives and breathes it, right? Like, regardless of who you are, regardless of what what you are, hip if hip-hop is in you, you are hip-hop, essentially. And, of course, we kind of try to weed out who is and who isn't, but... Um, I don't so I don't think any of it was a very intentional or deliberate these people are in these people are out um, but and because of that because there isn't anything we are all that we can judge or base upon is 
the authenticity. And so that is where the, you know, either you dope or you not comes in. Whether it's DJing, graffiti, you know, b-boying, whatever, uh, emceeing, whatever it might be. Um, so, but I, I definitely think that black and brown men were, have been and continue to be kind of the faces of it, right or wrong. I think that's where we are because that's kind of how it started. Um, uh, again, perhaps unintentionally, that's how it started and stayed, even if that was not necessarily the, um, you know, that if that wasn't the intention. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Anything else, fellas, before we uh, before we wrap this up? Not on my end. I think uh, we, we, we made it through uh, without... Without any casualties, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think we, we got disrespectful, and uh, I think we'll all, we'll, we'll all survive to see it, to see another podcast. Uh, yeah, it's a, I mean, it, this is this one was tough, man. I, I mean, that's why when Mylan threw it out there, we were all like, oh, yeah, this uh, one, yeah. I don't know, like it's, I don't yeah. really know where this is gonna. Where this and way, is gonna to, go. way to add in, way to add in the gender. So. Yeah, just, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying again, like we were talking. I was like, yeah, I mean, we gotta. I mean, it's 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 real. Like it's, it's I mean, here. Just to just to say something really fast and not because I didn't want it to go into that, but with with gender, we have a problem as a whole society already. So oh yeah, sure. without question. Yeah, that's hip-hop why I could have you know just kind of naturally happen with that so i didn't want to speak on that too much but no i mean it's i mean it's always i think it's always been said is that hip-hop is oftentimes a reflection of of the issues within american society especially but i I guess society around the world right and i think that's another reflection it's a reflection of the the consequences of poverty um it's a consequence it's it's a reflection of the issues with with gender norms with uh, with patriarchy and all of that type of stuff. So, um, yeah. So I think you're right. I mean, hip hop reflects any and all of those issues. So. Yeah. yeah. But man, we 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 got through it. Um, I like we, we kind of didn't finish the forcing in part, but I mean, it kind of it kind of explains itself. Being that the struggle of, I guess we could wrap it with the struggle of. Um, having the adoption in place now the gatekeepers but now it's hard to police it yeah mm-hmm. yes yeah, it's, 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 it's the i mean you, you know about this dev because you know you're probably on your way there or you just came from one but you know like the little frat parties when you got the work <laughs> you know you're having it in the dorm or something it's like you know like yo how all these people get in here it's basically <laughs> I, I won't put it on you i'll just use the movie house party since one of the greatest hip-hop movies <laughs> of all mm-hmm. time it's like yo where all these people come from it's like how do i get them out now <laughs> like, how do i get rid of these people it's like i don't know dog the movie the, mu- the music is pumping the drinks is flowing it's, it's kind of hard to get rid of them like they, they're here uh, unless the police come we, we they're gonna be in here so we don't have we don't have hip-hop police because uh well we do but and not not in this sense oh yeah no. yeah we do yeah, yeah. Which is another podcast. Another actually. podcast. That's a really good, yeah, it's a really good podcast. Uh, so no, I, I definitely hear you on that one. It's just, it's, it's just a complicated, um, oh, what a web we weave type of situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, when, yeah. When you, when you leave your door open, and then you know, easy, easy, you leave your door open, gang for your stereo. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> it's kind of, sure. it's kind of that situation. Yeah. So, uh, um, I just want to shout out. I said it earlier again, man. Um, 
again, shout out to all my brothers and sisters, uh, black, white, Latino, Native American, whoever that 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 suffered a loss from Hurricane Katrina, the, mm -hmm. the, the costliest hurricane in U.S. history. A lot of folks don't know that. I think uh, the repairs was like a like a, over a hundred billion dollars. Um, top five um, deadliest mm -hmm. hurricanes mm -hmm. over almost two thousand people. Well. In my book, there's always going to be more than between 2,000 and 5,000 people killed from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, because the people didn't die. You know, there are people mm -hmm. who died later. There are people who were displaced, mm -hmm. families separated, jobs lost, um, total chaos. And so it's it was, you know, 2005, but mm. it don't feel like it. It really still yeah. is one of those things, man. Uh, to me, it was one of the closest things that, will, that our generation will ever see to slavery. Um, just how that... Folks just, mm -hmm. how could you treat people like that? Mm -hmm. And you see it like right before your eyes mm -hmm. every day on CNN, Fox, and mm -hmm. um, and what so and so forth. So um, definitely uh, want to you know shout out those folks and, and hope that the healing soul, mind, and body is happening as well as um, eventually and hopefully being able to get your property back. And uh, yeah, I just want to shout out those folks, man. And uh, that, that's that's my that's my closing remarks. I ain't got nothing to follow that, man. And Dev, Dev is out too. So, uh, folks, we will holler at y'all on the next one. Thank you for rocking with us. It's another pretty long one, but we hope you you enjoy, uh, you know, these convos. I know we do. We get we enjoy getting together. So, we'll uh, we'll catch y'all on the next one. Deuce. Peace.